0: Going in with
1: you are free TV. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Okay. Now, there's so much. Where do I start? I'm going to start with Groundhog Day. Let's just ease in, shall we? Because the news is a lot of it's kind of like dire and awful. But um, Groundhog Day was good, right? Because the groundhog didn't see its shadow, and it means that winter is ending soon. And um, I'm a big fan of this Groundhog Day thing. My whole life, I've always loved Groundhog Day and uh oddly enough you know we might feel like we're in the movie groundhog day which is probably one of the best movies of all time um to a certain level um because of the repetition of all the same old baloney that's going on right but the groundhog did not see its shadow we're going to get some early spring here which i'm really happy about and what's really hysterical is that everywhere the groundhog didn't see its shadow okay and then in massachusetts okay at the audubon uh, society, their groundhog is the only groundhog that saw its <laughs> Okay, now Massachusetts, you know, with its Harvard and it's, uh, the people that bring us, uh, legalized on the books chemtrails now to, uh, stop global warming, right? Because we've been so warm this winter. They, uh, they, oh, not them at Harvard, but the Audubon Society, which is a huge globalist organization, even though there's a lot of great that comes out of it, it is uh, when you look at who finances it, it's a whole big can of worms. I'll, I'll have to go. I'll have to do a show completely about all the environmental uh, pay for play organizations. However, the, this one has declared that they want Groundhog to to be Groundhog Day to be National Climate Day. Isn't that hysterical? So the Massachusetts Audubon Society wants Groundhog Day to become National Climate Day. So that they can educate everybody about the need to control the climate using chemtrails and other methods which they already do we already know very interesting rapid rise in temperatures chemtrails off the charts the last four or five days as they manage this um this climate uh control uh to do whatever they're doing with the massive heating up after that cold snap and it goes on from there so okay Moving on, uh, I wanted to make a little joke because I thought this is funny, just to keep it light again for a little while longer. Uh, we've got um, you know Trump watching a video screen, and it's uh, you know you think it's like the, the caravans heading for the border, and it says, "No, that's not another migrant caravan. That's the Democratic presidential candidates." It <laughs> cracked me up because it's so true. They're just coming out of the woodwork. Everybody from everywhere is just now coming out of the woodwork to become a candidate for the presidential race, and we're going to pick them all apart in videos to come this month. So, I'm going to start with the story that is to do with just a a hard topic, but it's so important, and this is about John of God, this uh, creepy guy from Brazil who for decades and decades has been claiming to be a faith spiritual healer where he does psychic surgery and all this kind of business. And he was arrested uh, over a year ago after over 600 women um, accused him of sexual assault and rape. And including his daughter, his oldest daughter, um, I believe her name is Darvla Texera. And basically, a woman was suicided... presidential race and we're going to pick them all apart in videos to come this month saying he attacked me too, he attacked me too, he raped me too, F- cops arrested him and now it's been, uh, you know, over 600 accounts and this guy was was so famous that, oh, who was it that came to see Zhao de Jus, as they call him in his country, oh, that would be Bill Clinton, okay, and what's come out? is that and he was he was also on the oprah show he was interviewed by oprah in 2010 and people would spend thousands and thousands of dollars to go and visit this guy down in brazil i just remember back in the day it was this huge thing go to the faith healer get yourself healed everything from cancer to every single disease in the world and this guy um what what uh sabrina bittencourt 38 who passed away on the second a couple days ago survived by her children um you know is this a clinton body count situation because what what she was exposing was that it wasn't only that he was raping everybody that he was using his front his faith healing spiritual front as a uh, front for having massive sex slavery farms where it was girls um young young girls um tweens basically girls who then once they became of age to bear children once they got their uh first period they would be impregnated impregnated and um made to keep producing babies for 10 years and then they would be murdered and this was hundreds and hundreds of women on these farms these girls and this woman came out to speak about it and then she suddenly dies very soon after. She was working with a group called Vict- Victimus Unidos, and these babies were sold for between $20,000 and $60,000 US, and they, she said mainly they were sold to Europe, Australia, and the USA, and this is very disgusting. So her son, basically she supposedly left a suicide note, all this stuff, her son seems to be under the, under the impression she killed herself to protect her children, him and the other her other children, because she didn't want them to end up like all these other children. Um, but folks, we know we're looking at ritual abuse babies. We're looking at breeding. And I personally know people who have been in these breeding programs that have survived them, have had their children taken from them and used in ritual sacrifices. Um, This is happening, folks, and it's horrendous, it's horrible, and this woman is now um, a hero, and she exposed this. She said that um, uh, it was hundreds, hundreds of girls, and uh, that they were young, and then they would be impregnated for 10 years, and then murdered, and this was farms that she put in a place called Góias, G-O-I-A-S, in Brazil. Now this is very very interesting because we're seeing the rise of grooming gangs all throughout Europe. We already know Libya, the you know the Middle East, uh, the hellholes that exist for women. And we keep seeing this uh they keep trying to blame um Muslim um Islamic state uh rape and procreation and sex slavery of women as somehow being a pro-feminist or um, pro-Islamic rape. And it's it's really off the charts. It drives me crazy because it's absolutely not true. Um, It's being driven home, this multiculturalism, where we're supposed to respect people's culture, even if it's uh, harmful to you. This has been a tactic since day one of divide and conquer and to also create that Stockholm Syndrome. Where uh, people they do it to children. It's like when a father, uh, you know, abuses his daughter, he will create this semi system of you know, you love me, I love you, and so therefore I'm not really hurting you. You feel bad for me. You want to protect me. You love me. All this bullshit, and the silence that hope happens in the family that comes out of it. So they're trying, you know, on the on the you know conservative. Right, they're trying to push this narrative that somehow feminists are responsible for Islamic rape. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. What? We all know that, you know, rapists rape because they rape. They're rapists, and that's what they want to do, and they're trying to normalize it. I thought it was very interesting that um, I every time I would watch a show um, that was uh, bent towards younger folks, like I, I love Schoolhouse Rock... <laughs> it's just great because i grew up with it and it's that you know i'm just a bill i'm only a bill and i'm sitting here on capitol hill and it's all this uh, great um it would it i think it starts out where it says you know um uh as your as your body grows bigger your mind must flower so something something cuz knowledge is power right kids about how civics works all of the stuff, even like national debt, all this great stuff, put into an understandable format for kids to understand what's happening with civics and the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, and so uh, you know, in you know 1776, all this stuff. So um, I was listening to that because I wanted uh, let people know about it. Schoolhouse Rock. You're looking for something great for your kids? Look up Schoolhouse Rock and and show them those cartoons. Um, you know, from when they're really young, because that's when I watched them. I was really young, you know, three, four, five years old, and uh, I still remember them today. So, but every time I would watch them, what would come on right after it was an ad for the show. So, you know, I'd be talking about the 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 uh, the Bill of Rights or you know the um, the War of Independence, and then the commercial would be. The national anthem, the music for the national anthem as an ad for the, um, the, uh, Margaret, uh, the handmaid's tale latest season about to come out. Oh. So all about oh, this, you know, organized, about? um, wombs for hire baloney, this, um, this fake, this fake reality, what they're trying to put out as that. You know, it's actually these conservative, um, this conservative, you know, white male society that is, you know, enslaving these women to be wombs. You know, and folks, it happens in every culture. Okay, it happens in every culture. In Australia, it's it's a hugely white situation where this ritual abuse is happening. All around, the ritual abuse is happening, and um, there's enormous amounts of white men that are making it happen. And just about everywhere else, we've got, you know, men of color making it happen. So it is not, uh, rape is not a, uh, a, uh, rape is a multicultural issue, right? And so anyway, they kept playing this. And so if I was a child and I went to listen to Schoolhouse Rock, I would then hear this Handmaid's Tale thing right after it, oh, um, no. with these horrific, like playing the national anthem, but oh. then showing this horrible ad for the Handmaid's Tale. I don't know what this is about Balomi, Balomni.
0: weird name on this channel will jfk jr come out i mean i i wouldn't have said it like that i'd be like is he back um so i don't know is this a cute person i don't know what
2: to if you watch my channel please 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 okay
0: get to my it my
2: son's um a bunk was underneath the number three wire on money, it's just asking for a dollar. And because of the fact that they're going to change um, a lot, they're gonna take about two to three years to actually ship throughout the country. They'll run on thorium, they'll run on anything. The big thing that they'll run on though is a past uh, waste, nuclear waste. And there's what? ton of you know, hundreds, hundreds there's supposed to be 8 million tons in the world. So I'm sure there's at least 2 or 3 million tons of it here in the United States. Oh. And it's just sitting in pools and reactors. So I'll, I'll turn it been a Mark IV reactors. And yes, yes, the same ones that went up in Fukushima. Yeah. You, you don't want to know about that. If you want to learn about nuclear reactors and how dangerous they are because of the pressure water reactor and everything else, you can look at my uh, clam radio uh, again
0: so this guy's channel uh, is b a l l o m n i there we go
2: mm, this is the j f that's what i hear okay what do you i hear? don't know this for a fact what but that's what i hear now when i say i know know something for a fact it's like i don't know what don't you okay
0: this is like who's on first.
2: Yeah, okay. this is kind of so. Fun. There's lots of things on my playlist. There's lots of different interests and whatnot. But the big thing is that uh, there's lots of information. It could be anything. I do know he's going to talk about a lot of things, and I do know. Oh, that so he's speculating on what Trump's going to Europe talk about. every place else and, and We'll pay to have our, our carriers there. We'll have carriers there, and and we'll do things. And you, uh, you know, don't, uh, you know, go crazy at the fact because we're doing inflation and we're, you know... We'll,
0: we're. All
2: right. And I said this. not repeating myself. I'm stating something that's very important.
0: Well, is she dead or what? I mean, that's terrible, again... But...
2: Yeah, so we need him. to know why...
0: We She's need not to know.
2: going to be there yet. She's gonna so-called be at another function that's gonna be private and not open to the public.
0: Something weird going on.
2: <laughs> so this is this is really important because he's basically telling her, "I have everything." I know your playbook. I have all the evidence, and I said this yesterday. That, well, the day before, you said God's appointing, There's no question. Okay. What you talking about?
0: Finish the sentence. And
2: he's specifically saying again, he's the commander in chief of the most skilled and powerful. All right. I can show you a meme. You know, I could show you 24 memes a second. And then you'd have to stop it and go frame by frame to see these new memes. And the reality is that most of you are just not going to do that. So I tried to put a little header, minute 40. It's got all the JFK memes you've never seen. Okay, so oh, this you've seen. code is in a book. Okay. Well, there is a post, a blog that has this as the great awakening and things like that. There's um, then... A this is all this... Just... Uh, phase three, right? Everybody's like, phase two. No, no. He's already doing phase two. Right? The indictments have already been opened. The tribunals have been started. And grand juries have been hearing testimony.
0: Well, why isn't it public?
2: That's phase two, <sighs> okay. by definition. All right. I'm to do the best I can, folks. Only- well, you
0: know what? We'll be back. When it gets on television, when it's news everywhere... I
1: will be there to cover it.
0: Kyle Powell's radio.
1: And, um, you know, The Handmaid's Tale wasn't actually a very good book by Margaret Atwood. But
0: you know what? It's kind of like targeting in a way where it's just like, that's why I don't watch television. Just like, I don't want to hear those commercials. I don't want to hear, I was paying YouTube just so that I wouldn't have to hear the commercials for anything. I don't want to put anything in my brain that is negative negative. That is, and you think, oh, it's just an ad, you know. They know what they're doing. They think if they play it twenty-five thousand times, and you, then people wonder why, you know. Oh, I'm so depressed. Oh, I need medication. Maybe you need to stop listening to that garbage. But they've
1: used it now in stop this cultural warfare to try to show that somehow um, we're supposed to believe that um, all these white men want to rape women and enslave us as incubators. Um, for their pleasure and for creating their master race, whereas we have the Islamic State actually doing it, (laughs) actually doing it, and that's not talked about at all. And so in Finland, um, we now have uh, massive grooming gangs happening in Finland, of course, Sweden, Poland, and all over the place. Um, Even in New York, the other day, um, it was discovered that they have this police car type Uh, type car driving around looking like a police car that said um, Muslim Crime Patrol MCP on it, looking like a patrol car um, with Islamic writing and going around looking for hate crimes against against Muslims. Totally unsanctioned by the police, supposedly. By the state. Supposedly. And yet we're seeing african genital mutilation we're seeing mutilation of muslim girls and now we're seeing in europe such as in um austria white women are now wearing hijabs in areas where they feel if they don't they will get assaulted and that is the handmaid's tale that is the real handmaid's tale that's happening and they're wearing the hijabs hoping they don't get assaulted in the same way that what Muslim women wear the hijabs in the hopes that they won't get assaulted, okay? You've seen millions, you know, millions of women um, who have been liberated from Islam that have been, the first thing they do is they take off their scarf and their hijab and pronounce their freedom, their right to self-determination. You can uh, read the beautiful works, amazing works by Nawal al Sadawe, the incredible Egyptian uh, feminist activist who helped, uh, you know, hundreds of uh, women uh, led, you know, she was a doctor in Egypt. And once the, um, you know, the, the, the Taliban, the, the, you know, the Islamic State took over and tried so hard to stop her from practicing medicine, um, she had to go through massive ordeals in order to um, keep her freedom and her, her writing, her uh, right to self-determination. And that's what every woman does that escapes. Um, we have the, um, I, I'm hoping to interview her soon, but an ex-Pak, uh, uh, a former Pakistani woman who immigrated, who now works, I believe she works for NASA, she's a rocket scientist, <laughs> and she was um, a survivor of uh, female genital mutilation, um, who, you know, first thing she did was, you know, take off the headscarf um, and become Westernized because the Western society is freedom for women and um, it is because women created it alongside men. Western society was created together, and um, whatever doesn't come into our history books is being purposely deleted. And so we're seeing this as well with what's going on in Finland Finland where we're having girls as young as eight um, being gang raped by um, immigrant men um, where we're having um, massive grooming gangs happening, and the same thing we know already happened in England. It's happening everywhere, and it's, this is sexual terrorism. It is sexual terrorism, and that is the point, is to disempower women in um, the same way to disempower men, uh, to criminalize um, uh, the white Western man um, or just the Western man period uh, whatever race or nationality he is um, and to uh, to create this multicultural tolerance for absolutely inhumane behavior um, in the West. And so I will put links for that that reality of the, the Austrian women are now wearing hijabs to protect themselves. Absolutely unacceptable.
3: Um, Jeremy, the quartering, by the way, follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash the quartering. If you haven't already it's not often that I venture out into new YouTubers. I don't like change very much.
0: People actually take the time. They did what? What they do? To talk about they don't like. I didn't, even know. I didn't even know about it. I can't. I just wanted uh you know, it's very vital.
3: To back to what's going on everyone jeremy here with the quartering happy monday to you i hope your weekend was great we've got a lot of news to cover today and i also believe we'll be doing a live stream this evening to seeing a lot of these um companies disney marvel dc all wanting to make their content available only a la carte and on demand to their customers they're pulling back from services like netflix and or Crunchyroll, for example uh so, and and everyone now let's
0: talk about things that matter why is shira so bad hey
3: guys
4: welcome back to clown TV. this is I'm so here with give sparkles
5: Hello.
0: and
4: we are thoroughly defeated
5: I don't know, I'm not defeated. We're just,
4: we're done. I just don't care. Freaking done.
5: Uh, I'm done. I just don't care anymore. I just don't care either. Ah, no, that's no. a difference. It is, I'm choosing, I'm choosing to be like, I just can't. It's just. It's just yeah,
4: we, okay. I only so,
5: like, like, have so much bullshit allowance in my life and I just don't have time for it. Anyway.
4: Well, we, I mean, okay. I'd so we tried to kind of uh, muscle our way through what Shira you, and the Princesses of Power this week. Um, I'll tell you the truth after the second or third episode uh, I was done but we kept uh, uh, pushing forward to see if the show got any better and there were a few things that we liked and a lot that we didn't and um, um, it just got the better of us we got to it's not this-
5: the better of us I am
4: the okay. No, we're just tired of it. We're tired of it. It's, just, it's apathy is what it is. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's
5: not like, oh my God, it, it defeated me. I have no, a big middle finger right now. No. To it, me. No. Well, you're, you're saying <laughs> it defeated. It did not. No, I meant to, to, no, to just, Shira. But No, uh, it managed
4: to numb me to He-Man, he, She-Ra, It's basically everything. like, we keep I'm, saying, I'm it's undone. true. It
5: was, if you passionately like something or hate something, either way, you at least care about something. When you get to the point where you're just like, I, I don't even care anymore, that's Fish when TV. you truly lose your audience. And we've got...
0: Clownfish TV, if you like what you're
5: listening to. Halfway, halfway through, we had to force ourselves for that, and I was like, I just don't care anymore. I just yeah. don't care!
4: It's like Star Wars. It's like, you got to the point where there was, there was, uh, there was, it's, it's almost like stages of... Is
5: it 5G? Is that why you don't care?
0: <laughs> of grief.
4: That's so you I get to the mean. point where it you're... The
5: stages of grief. Well, you're sort like you're of,
4: God. like, these are, okay, it's like the fans. You don't have
5: to speak anymore. Go no. ahead. And all that stuff. And the thing is, that's not true. There's a lot of people in the world who understand and accept it and have no problem with it. You're making them have a problem with it because you won't stop shoving your hand in their face, going, "Say, say, say." Yeah,
4: it's, it's like just, uh, yeah. stop. Just it's... like let people
5: be people and be. You know, more people. I, I honestly believe people are more good than bad. I really, truly do. So uh, have some faith. Oh my gosh.
4: Yeah. Um. Yeah. White Hope. Uh, Swiftwind. I mean, Swiftwind. Yeah. Swiftwind's just God. He's annoying. Uh, he needs to go to the glue factory. The hordes glue factory. That's gonna be the next. If they do a season two, he's gonna wind up his uh, glue in the freight zone.
5: God, rainbow, with rainbow sparkles. glue. Rainbow glue. Sparkles. Sparkles.
4: Rainbow glue. So rainbow goo, like the kind of channel. We tried to be fair. Sometimes if there we are, we literally
5: sat through as much as we could to be in the, yeah, in, the, in, the um, in the honor of fairness.
4: In the, for the for honor, the honor
5: of, fairness. For the honor, of fairness. Uh,
4: daughter, actually, right now, I would love you know for the honor of wild turkey. That would be
5: our daughter be great. put um, my beanie cap on earlier, and she's like, she's like for the honor of edginess. <laughs> and I'm like, for the honor of edginess. I'm like, no honey, that's Tumblr. God. Anyway, um,
4: um, but no, we try to be fair, and sometimes we get crap for that. Like we actually, oh, said, we're in the middle. We get yeah, so, everybody hates so you. Everybody shit. hates you. Um, yeah, you know, we got today. We had some people that were pissed off that we uh, were actually like, yeah, you know, uh, Ghostbusters twenty six. Overall was a shitty movie But Holtzman was okay
5: I did they But hated hate Holtzman So <laughs> I was like well, Okay well To it Okay So we got Five star five star This show is one of the best cartoons I've ever seen Boy you don't get to watch A lot of TV With heartfelt <laughs> dialogue. boys Bridget R. With heartfelt dialogue Fresh setting character designs And compelling plot You'll have your room For the characters of individuals No No uh, where? So, how do I scroll down here? You,
4: you don't.
5: You, oh, there I go. There you go. Everything DreamWorks has done for Netflix has been fantastic, and this is no exception. I'm a 41-year-old white dude. Okay, because that means he has more we, weight. We aren't of, all terrible. We aren't I, all terrible. I'll piss off, Justin. And I appreciate there being role models, even a fictional for young girls. My daughter does not see this as a role model. My daughter went back to original Shira. <laughs> Okay, five star no comment. Five star no comment. Five star no comment. Five star no comment. So they're clearly, clearly, clearly trolling. They're, this guy's from Tumblr. That's that's a Tumblr icon,
4: right? So that's there's a clearly, Tumblr, and then you're Tumblr also face.
5: What you're seeing a lot on these is you're going to see gay or lesbian. Go gay or lesbian. You're going to see the being compared. There's a whole lot of people comparing it to she Avatar. Saw. Don't insult Avatar last Airbender that way. But secondly. Um, it's like, there's, there's clearly like this group that has their points together because they're all saying the same things. I can see the one person thought that or two people thought that, but there's so many people coming up with the exact same comments yeah. that it's clearly a, 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 a big bunch of bullshit. So, um, lesbian rights, baby. Cause you know, they don't. Shira even... said gay rights.
0: When did she just compared Catra to Killmonger. Now I kind of have to see it just to see how bad it is.
5: Gay rights. She said gay rights. When did she say gay rights? Perfectly watch my younger sister. Oh, you don't want to know Where what they do? do next. Anyway, um, hold on. Uh, like I said, when you see like a half of a star like this with no That's comment. That's obvious trolling I mean, too. Like either yeah. way,
4: five stars. Like, look, be objective. Be like three and a half, four stars. I like the show, but.
5: I wouldn't give it that much. I, I, I like it, the like, show's two. butts.
4: I would like it better if the show showed butts. I'd the like some sexy animation. catcher ass on my show. No, you can't say that because you're. Sexy, a... sexy time. Cause...
5: Oh no, you did here, it's a shame how the show's being bogged down by the audience scores. So basically, what's going on is there is so a there, a, there is a campaign. This is there, there is a campaign to go on here and vote it up as much as possible to, to falsely inflate the score of Rotten Tomatoes. Who saw that coming? I bet none of us saw that coming. Yeah. I mean, thank God everybody knows Rotten Tomatoes is a joke. So anyway, um, yeah,
4: it's becoming increasingly like. Obviously, as a heterosexual white man with an ounce of self-respect, I despise everything about this,
5: but then surely that's the point. <laughs> so, there's 27 pages. There was like like seven. Don't you see they're doing this
0: to destroy what's left of her brain? Don't you
5: see? And yesterday, and then it was like 12 seven. earlier, and it's 27, and it's almost all five stars, people trying to there's vote only, it up.
4: There's only like 12 reviews of it. Uh, and it Oh, Mel Stevenson showing up at Creeper World in November 20th. Chat might be Ugly. I don't know. Uh, um, uh, Chuck Austin, who was rumored to be a co-showrunner, which actually would make sense because Chuck Austin, um, despite what you think of his comments work, I know a lot of people think, think he uh, completely destroyed X-Men like 15, 20 years ago, but he does have a lot of experience in the animation. Uh, he was supposed to be co-executive producer. He did, he did uh, co-executive produce at least a handful of the sheer episodes Yeah, we were well, watching, the we last saw half his name came up on some of the episodes up eight
5: under, on eight like on. from eight
4: on so i don't know if they brought him if they, <laughs>
5: chuck know, Austin witness protection
4: i don't know no. i don't know if they brought him in to <laughs> no. do damage control or he did get fired i don't, I don't we know, don't know. I we weren't there I don't know. um but yeah i'm not gonna
5: make up stories We weren't there from
4: episode eight on like every other episode chuck austin got credit as co-showrunner
1: absolutely unacceptable
5: so they've
0: taken on the culture of the people that just got there there's there's something we got to respect each other okay
1: let's move on from there they're now saying that in england okay they're pushing this this thing so i've told you about the nest story where the nest that system that people have in their homes that regulates their heat you can have an app on your phone and you can turn your thermostat up and up and down or see what your refrigerator might need in terms of cheese or milk. Um, But then it turns out that if you have cameras related to it, I I mean, I'm sure it already has a microphone and it, you know, is listening to whatever. (laughs) Because, of
0: course, you want to be able to ask your refrigerator, how many eggs do I have left?
1: Refrigerators are having microphones in them now. Let me see. And then your refrigerator
0: takes a picture and shoots it to you on your phone. Oh... Oh, look at that egg. I didn't know I
1: had eggs with freckles on them. But, um, you know, the cameras can watch you, and we have people hacking into them watching people, and it's really creepy. However, now in England, they've now announced that they're going to use the smart meters, which they're going to mandate everybody has, which they say specifically is by, by 2020 to reduce energy consumption. Okay, they're not saying... To make it convenient. They're not saying, oh, isn't it such a nice thing? No, they're having, making everybody have a smart meter in order to reduce energy consumption, which when we combine it with a nest system or um, another outside-controlled uh, third-party um, run situation, such as a smart meter, such as a nest system, uh, they will... Um, control what you use for energy and they're absolutely announcing it and guess what other wonderful humanitarian thing they're doing with this system which of course is all going to run on 5g and create the uh, total um, interrogation of the battleground being your home where they create absolute 3d um, live model of your house using all these smart systems which is just your appliances basically and your led lights but they're doing such a kindness because they really just want to help the people with dementia. <laughs> that's the new that's the new thing. So they want to help the people with dementia, so they're going to make everybody have a smart meter so in case you get dementia, which you probably will because your brain will be fried with the 5G, then they will um they will be able to know if you've left the stove on because <laughs> you're demented. They will be able to uh you know Turn your thermostat down for you in case you forgot before you went to bed because you, you have total brain fog, and they will know, you know, if you uh, turned the kettle on and forgot to turn it off. I mean, this is what they're now saying, if you can believe it. It's getting that ridiculous, and of course, you know, that's what they do. They convince us with this ridiculous baloney. All right, so I'm going to um, I'm going to jump in with a couple more things here. Before I sign off, I don't want to keep it too long tonight we're gonna tomorrow we have the state of the Union, and we're going to uh I'll be checking in with you uh Good. ongoing this week because this coup is set to help halliburton and chevron oh, no. Halliburton right you know I've been thinking about Dick Cheney lately, I don't know why he's just popping in like of the movie. must nice. just be like the little spidey senses going off of um what is Dick Cheney doing lately, you know and of course, he's, you know, not as, you know, he's, his tentacles are less in control than he was before. But um, after seeing him at the funeral there and his really ugly mug and his just, his, you know, he has that constant scowl. Like he's just gets such bad juju going on. And uh, so Halliburton standing to pro- profit enormously from this coup of the biggest oil reserves in the world. Now, folks, oil is a renewable resource. It doesn't come from dinosaurs. It is a renewable resource, and it regenerates itself, okay? And yes, you can use it too fast and all this and et cetera. However, clearly, by the glut of oil that is everywhere, um, there is not a shortage. And the U.S. is set to become the number one exporter, and it's a way to massively you know, shift what's going on um, economically So this thing going on in Venezuela, huge ties to Netanyahu, huge ties to Mossad. And I'm going to have to wrap this up because my computer's doing weird stuff. So it always starts when I get into these kind of things. So I'm going to cover this more in the future. And um, I have a lot more to say, but I have to to stop it for now, folks. So you are free. Thanks so much, patrons. We're going to have another great giveaway this coming month. I'll announce next week what the um, what the giveaway items are going to be. More wonderful supplements, and of course, C sixty Purple Power for patrons you get twenty percent off of all of this carbon sixty product, which will help to protect you. Again, check out. You are free. Wonder what she's talking about for another eight
0: minutes.
1: It's happening to us on a technological level. We know that Trump signed that executive order recently mandating, uh, making it very hard for companies to not work with U.S. um, companies, uh, with corporations to work with U.S. labor uh, and U.S. owned companies to do with infrastructure, 5G, all of this, the Huawei um, uh, prosecutions are all about regulating 5G and the transformation of transportation into mobility where everything is smart, controlled. Uh, how many miles do you drive, where you go, uh, what tolls you pay, who you talk to on the phone while you're going there. Um, this is all coming out of one giant cloud in our future. And um, we got to just it's, find that's... out about the climate action plan in your town and how you can stop the 5G rollout, how you can stop their rezoning your town for the UN Agenda 21 laws, because this is the century... Uh, the the project for the new American century, and
5: let's get on top of it, people.
4: So, uh, I don't know what that means. It wasn't every
5: episode. There was a, it was like every other episode. It was, yeah. So anyway, where are you going with this? We're, we're uh, where am I from...
4: going with this? So that's like, so basically where I'm going with this, and I'm not, you know, some people are like, are you implying some stuff about, her? I'm like, no, I'm just saying we had somebody put in charge of a show that one, wasn't old enough to remember the original show, and two, had very limited experience I'm working... i
6: will close to close them off a
0: second, because it just sounds like another case of taking the character, taking stories that we love, and then retrofitting it to some kind of uh, SJW mentality you know like an opportunity for them to sell their their values as opposed to the story and the, the true characters and them being true to themselves and what they would do in the fictional world that we all agree on they're just changing everything that we like they bring you in on what you like and they change it yeah. That's what's no. They had
5: a pillow hate, fight I in Shira. Pillow fights. I hate pillow fights. God, I hate them so much. I hate them like, so much. Like I get that you're trying
4: to change the show.
5: My kids don't let me brush their hair anymore. They're older and you're like, get away from me, woman. What are you trying to do? They put a pillow fight in Shira.
4: In a sleepover. Yeah, you're scaring me. And a sleepover. <laughs> I a sleepover. And a prom and a makeover. And a makeover and a prom. See, and crying you, in every episode why
0: does she, need a makeover is about fighting for justice and all that stuff it's not about how she looks looking good is just incidental when they make it all about looks this is how it starts with the narcissism
5: lots you know, of crying <gasps> you can get the graphic novel I, I actually I'm would like to get the is. actual gra- graphic novel for that mm-hmm. thank you much um, there's also a special we want to watch on Netflix. That was what was it again? That's it's about the history of He-Man and stuff. We want to. Watch oh yeah, that. I was
4: actually thinking about the uh, the Kurt Russell Santa Claus movie, which looks oh, that pretty looks badass. They want
5: to watch it. That, it could be bad, but we'll see.
4: That's yeah, that's but no, they they actually have the was it uh, power Power of Grayskull, the making of He-Man. Uh, I think they did a Kickstarter for a few years ago. I want to see this. Um, no, right here. White pillow fight. Only uh, prop figures I've seen: Big Bad Toy Story. Are they the uh, Super Seven toys? think I'm going to go she with the team of Voltron but you have to watch all 13 episodes 100 times. If then it meant I've
5: watched 13 episodes 100 times. If it
4: meant that we would actually get a a uh She-Ra or He-Man remake on par with uh you know Voltron or the Bra- the Dragon Prince or something like that, I, I would watch it. I would watch it.
0: Yeah, but not cuz I just want I don't She-Ra, okay, the show with She-Ra and her friends and like you guys know I like innovative hairstyles, I like hats. I don't know what's going on with the hair situation on Sheila. If they're narcissists, they're not looking in the mirror enough. What's right? You've on?
4: only had like freaking 25 <laughs> years to play the game.
0: Gosh,
5: I get off Neon's lawn. Yeah,
0: Move it's my just,
4: lawn. That's
5: like it's, it's, you, you took something that you know you. There's nothing wrong with, re- with, with, with you know, bringing stuff back. There really isn't. If you do it in a respectful way, I mean, both at it, the source...
0: If you improve it, if you have something to add, don't make it worse.
5: Here you'll end at the original fans... Um, the way these the Hollywood's been behaving lately, it's like, I don't know who taught them to make friends because they surely didn't learn very well. But you just don't go around, you know, slamming on everything about the original and, and the fandom and then being like, no, you have to come love mine. And then when it fails, because they're, they're already pissed off everyone, they're going to be like, I don't understand. It's because misogynists. Those misogynists are ruining everything. And it's like, no, it's because no one gave a shit. And you've been the ones that did give a shit. You were you pissed off.
4: Yeah, I just uh, – you know, I think that's what pisses me off more than anything is we, we said before we don't consider a lot of the people working on these shows and movies that are established IP, um, you know, working on pro- properties that have been around for years as being like actual creators. They're, they're repurposers.
3: Yeah. They're
4: They're repurposers. They're coming in and it's sort of like a, like a, like a craft show or like some kind of like hipster project. They're trying to repurpose – Um, an established show and sometimes I honestly think sometimes they do it out of spite. I think they know it's going to piss people off. I think they know it's going to piss people off and they do it um, now again, Noel Stevenson in interviews has time. been uh, relatively polite. She's been yeah, professional. I'm
5: gonna, I'm not, yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna
4: However, that. we remember Noel Stevenson yeah. on Twitter, and she never. I think she's
5: been reined in.
4: Uh, she used to delight. She used to, That's why her username is Ginger Hazing. She used to delight in trolling uh, comic book nerds online that and was them her learning thing. them because and they were men
5: them. and they wouldn't even be talking to her and then she'd just jump in and then try to you know, like, I'm, you know troll them it was that's why that's why what I, I saw this I, I did not really like noel stevenson and that is the biggest reason why i did not like her yeah he, he
4: actually unfollowed her like four years ago uh yeah uh melina davis thank you two dollars and I have to do it no Seahawks.
0: I just want to read something to you guys. I just want to read something in case you don't know and you hear like a lot of terms. If I catch terms that regular people that aren't into games and comics may not know, I'm just going to like look up certain things and read it to you so that you know part of my stopped up nose. That's just what it is right now. I have the whatever germ that won't go away. Anyway, I thought it was my cat. It's not my cat. Anyway, NPC, N is not Nancy, P is in Paul, C is in cat. Is a non-player character, also known as a non-playable character, is any character in a game which is not controlled by a player? In video games, this is usually a character controlled by the computer via predetermined or responsive behavior, but not necessarily true AI. Okay, so this is like the person that is built in by the program or the matrix. So you know, people that tend to be on the right, you know, conservative or pro-Trump, um, like to use that term. NPC means, you know, um, it's a term borrowed from the world of video games for a character that is controlled by the computer, controlled by the fake news, controlled by the system. So, um... That's just what that is, in case you haven't heard, and you're just like trying to get in on. Why are people saying this word? Blah blah blah. Now you know. We're gonna wrap this up. I just wanted to um, introduce, you know, people that might be getting, trying to get back into comics. Everything looks so bad, you know. And uh, they don't really know what's up. You know, we have nostalgia for cartoons we grew up on. And it's just being... I don't know how these people are getting these jobs. Like, these are jobs that I would have dreamed of having, you know. And I don't know how these people are getting these jobs. Because they're bombing. Obviously, they're not qualified. And no one cares if they're qualified. So, obviously, there must be some bigger reason why they are hiring these people. And I think it's time that we... Wake up to it, and that's what my channel is about. So that's why I'm covering it. So we'll uh, we'll put some more of them on why Shira sucks, the new Shira sucks, and we'll fade out. Here we go. Oh, I turned down the fire. Much, too much,
4: uh, uh, and not just look at it and go like, oh, this is all and problematic. They and keep just acting like everybody it wanted out. it
0: to
5: fail. People didn't want it to fail. They were so happy when they heard it was coming back, except for me, because when I saw the name, I knew, immediately knew what to expect. But people were really, really happy about it. They wanted it to succeed. Everybody wanted it. I even was like, I okay, I know succeed. it's all Stevenson, but uh, it's also DreamWorks. And they do Voltron, and they do these other yeah, ones. that's what we were thinking. So like... I don't think they're going to let it go that way. I don't see how they could let it go that way. Uh, it's gonna be okay, and then it wasn't okay. Anyway, go ahead.
4: God, uh, Jesse M., thank you, Best Friends Club. Best
5: Friends Club? Uh, it's oh not my Best God. Friends.
4: Care for show the creators barely care for yes. creators whom forgot that Dora's wrists were bound together during her first transformation.
5: Yeah, that's a very good point. There was a, there were several inconsistencies. Uh, Bo supposedly shot all his arrows over a drill. Remember, he didn't have any arrows left, but they're walking out and his whole his, his things his quivers full of arrows again.
4: Yeah. I was I like,
5: know. but you said his arrows were all gone.
4: Wakasita, 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 dollar thank you, didn't have to do that. Stargazer's Journey. Jap- wow,
0: comic people are really, really. Thank you, I just
4: realized I look like new She-Ra. And I'm a <laughs> Go
0: you. I mean, well, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm going to have it- to cover that. I'm, I'm going to do some YouTube live streams. It's something to look forward to in 2019. Uh, my own YouTube live streams, people. Kyla Powers Radio. That's it for now. We will be back.
7: Finally
0: found Two out. Hours later. Two hours later. I yeah, I and remember that. that Daddy, don't be so upset. Don't be so upset. It's like this Make it sweet. Oh. He's running with the wolves. Oh, what a day. Oh, what a day. We turned the phone back to UPS. Hope spring is gonna be funded. Isn't that cray? Oh, what a day. Oh, Oh. That's the remakes. on I know this issue has been played out and talked about with the juicy smallet. But I just thought uh, this guy just broke down uh, some extra information.
7: You ain't walking, around, especially if you're white, you ain't walking around there at 2 a.m., first of all. Two, people are already talking about the temperature. They said it's the bleach would be frozen at that temperature, so that's made up. Three, he says he's going to get a hero at Subway. And the fucking subways people were people were uh googling subway all day today and they closed at like 9 p.m over there this is so full of shit because the whole hoax that they set up with the MAGA kid that they wanted to use to slam the trump supporters blew up in their face because people showed the real clip and then of course you know then they don't give the same outrage to the other side they just you know sweep it under the rug and then they go to work and they try to think of the next thing up oh, and here you go this guy just pops up now and he took himself to the hospital. And why'd they do it? So they could run their anti-Trump, anti-Trump supporter stories all day. They all, all them news. That's how they do it. They all just, they have their stories already, ready to go. And then they'll run it all day everywhere on TMZ and CBS and NBC. And everyone will get their two minutes of hate out. And, oh, my God, Trump supporters are so bad. And they they get to fill that need. I swear, everyone should be required to read the book 1984. We're literally living it. Then, like all the other ones, it comes out that it's most likely false and none of the things add up. And then they just sweep down the rug and then they go on to the next thing. And almost no one gets to hear it debunked. And it doesn't matter. The damage is already done. Like that fake news story with uh, Alexandria Ocasio dancing. Oh, she knew outrage or Trump supporters are outraged over her dancing in a video when she was in college. Meanwhile, no one ever saw that video. No one was outraged. No one even cared. Watched the video. Who cares? She's dancing in a video. Who the fuck would ever care about that? But, you know, it was started by a page that, had, the Twitter page that was just made that very night, does their first post which, oh, miraculously gets hundreds of views of him hating on Alexandria Ocasio-Ortez. Within a couple hours, there's all these stories written. I mean, so within a couple hours, they saw this Twitter page that had just been created. Somehow they saw this post. Got to their office, wrote a whole thing up, and sent out 50 articles. Oh, how crazy uh, Trump supporters are. Why are they obsessed with her? Oh, my God, all this stuff. It's like they just make stuff up it's just slander and slander and slander and slander this is Saul Alinsky tactics this goes back to Edward Bernays it's just a known thing if you slander your opponent and 10 million people get that message out when it is debunked maybe a fraction maybe a hundred thousand people will hear that it's debunked so it doesn't matter that it was fake and they know that because 9,900,000 people don't know it's fake, and they still got the same thing, and it's just one of the million different things to add to the list of why they hate, or why they think they hate this said person. So anyway, this new attack is fake also. Don't you believe it for one second. And great job, everyone, ripping it up all day today on the internet. Where we go one, we go all. I found to be almost
6: unstable, and I watched this today because I was watching between Gate and uh, Anthony Wienergate. I found Anthony Wienergate to be a terrible situation. He obviously knows that it's him. I said, how could a plane, even a plane, even a 767 or 747, or whatever it might
8: have been, how could it possibly go through the field? I happen to think that they had not only a plane, but they had bombs that exploded almost simultaneously. Because I just can't imagine anything being able to go through that wall just
5: last month the lawyers committee for the 9-11 inquiry in connection with some of the victims family members Mm -hmm. filed a petition with the
0: u.s attorney general and the u.s attorney general just approved that position so we may get a grand jury investigation into the world trade center
5: collapse yeah
0: if you will
3: So that's, that's, that's Every morning, I take one up. scoop
9: of Organifi green juice, mix it up in a glass of water.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh, have I missed Ethan and dare I say a Daddy's belt?
10: Horrible. Uh, Captain
9: Mo-
0: He's going
10: in. Holy oh. sh. Hello. I Thanks, I Hello. I
7: started this game. Thanks, I get
0: Channel is called Comic Artists Pro Secrets. And he's up on a lot. He's secrets. You, you are
10: listening to Ethan Van Sciver, 25-year veteran of the comic book industry, a great big Star Wars fan, and I guess I'm starting to become a fan of uh, the MCU again because even after the horrible. Horrible! Uh, Captain Marvel trailers, the uh, movie's so boring.
6: Um, uh, <laughs> oh no!
10: They they redeem themselves. Kevin Feige redeems himself uh, with this incredible Excuse trailer, teaser right. trailer for Marvel Avengers Endgame, which by the way has moved up. It's now coming out in April. Uh, I think it was it was going to come out in May, but now it's going to come out in April. So that's even better. That's a it's a lovely thing. Uh, this this movie, okay. Whoa. I'm actually hyped over oh this. Um, I'm really legitimately kind of buzzing over it. Oh, yes. This was phenomenal. It's, it's, it's bleak oh, as hell, oh, and I have to admit, I really, really, really like uh, high-stakes oh, oh, superhero oh. Um, stories like this, where all is lost. I mean, all is lost, oh, and, and, and really, you have to crawl back from the brink, that's and that's what, what we see like here. God. We see Tony Stark oh, flying around in space, um, and uh, he is—he's his doom is his death is imminent. He's leaving a message. He's saying goodbye. Um, and uh, he's taken apart the Iron Man helmet. We see him speaking into the Iron Man helmet. Half of it is missing. And uh, uh, you know, look. Then we cut to Steve Rogers is still around. We get to see—we get to see um, Hawkeye. Um, he, You know, Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye character, he doesn't look happy. He's in a raincoat or something. He's back. Um, uh, Black Widow is still around. And they're talking about how Thanos did what he said he was going to do. He got rid of 50% of the population of planet Earth. Are you Thanos is an SJW. Uh, but he oh. is uh, one of the most powerful and imposing villains. Uh, it is his his ruthlessness is just unbelievable and I you know I've made this I've had this complaint uh, about Infinity War I really felt it was silly uh, when the superheroes were up against this just tirelessly relentless evil this determined uh, you know villain who whose entire plan was to just wipe out humanity they they told jokes they goofed off they acted like clowns and thus Thanos won Thanos made no jokes. Uh, Thanos wasn't funny. Thanos was uh, a figure of uh, pathos uh, and yet I mean just
0: he wasn't even the father of green girl
10: inconceivable evil um, and so he won and and in this trailer our heroes are talking about how look he did what he set out to do uh, he, he did he, he wiped out 50% of the planet earth. Now uh, we get a surprise glimpse even though thank god I was dreading this when I was watching the trailer. I was really afraid we were going to see Carol Danvers. She was going to show up in the end and it was just going to be like, no, that is coming. Obviously, Uh, Captain Marvel was teased uh, in the closing, like, end sequence of Infinity War in the after trailer uh, teaser. The stinger said that she was going to be a part of this. so that's inevitable it's inevitable that she is gonna show up and she is gonna fight Thanos and that's fine fortunately uh, we've we've had our fill of her uh, we didn't have to look at her um, for uh, this particular trailer and that is uh, that is a good thing because I don't I don't really want to see that what I do want to see is I do want to see Scott Lang uh, the uh, ant-man who shows up and he's just you know he's like hey 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 uh, it's me um, he shows up uh, outside of uh, Captain America's you know apartment residence and uh he wants to be buzzed in totally awesome Uh, totally amazing Uh, i you know i'm psyched i'm absolutely psyched for this i will be there i will be there on opening day let me read this polygon polygon give me a break Part of the journey is the end, Tony Stark tells us in the highly anticipated first trailer for the fourth Avengers movie, Avengers Endgame. Isn't These it keep-
0: ironic people say they're going to be there for the end? Oh, well, I'm going to be there for,
10: for everybody's fake death. I'm, I'm there, I'm there. Better and better and better. Um, really, uh, Marvel has remained it's atypically silent middle. in the wake of the Infinity War sequel. Not totally unexpected, considering Thanos' cataclysmic snapping. Uh, snapping. But for a company uh, that loves to plan arcs and plot phases, there were few clues as to how Avengers 4 would pick up the gauntlet after a meme worthy ending and resolve the, con- the conflict. Yeah, uh, basically everybody disintegrated into ash. And that became, uh, if you've been on the internet, that became a meme. Uh, There are a lot of images of people saying, I don't feel so good in disintegrating into Ash. It is pretty funny. Half of the cast was wiped from the existence at the end of uh, Infinity War. And the trailer gives us very few extra hints on who will return. We know at the very least that Captain America would come swinging back. I mean, he just says this has to work because I don't know what I'm going to do if it doesn't. What is his plan? Uh, I I guess that's a big thing here. Uh, And this may be actor Chris Evans' last outing. Uh, Evans tweeted an ambiguous goodbye to the character in October. And Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye, uh, missing from Infinity War, finally makes his appearance here. Uh, While March's Captain Marvel... Avoid spoiling the team up movie by taking place in the 1990s. That's interesting. Yeah, it's true. Avengers Endgame picks up right after the events of Infinity War, uh, though Carol Danvers was teased in that movie's end credits scene. Also joining Captain Marvel in Infinity War are Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyne um, from Ant Man and the Wasp. The trailer shows us many of the heroes that Thanos spared from his all powerful snap. So we've got Iron Man adrift in space. On Earth, we've got Black Widow, Captain America. Uh, we do have Bruce Banner. As the cowardly Hulk, he, he didn't even he he barely became the Hulk, and the, uh, and Hawkeye struggling with their new bleak reality. But it seems at least uh, that they they have a plan. To paraphrase Tony Stark in the very first Avengers, if they can't save the world, they'll damn well avenge it. Avengers Endgame will premiere April 26th, earlier than expected. Get ready. So uh, what can I tell you? I'm very 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 excited. This is a dynamite trailer. This is how. This is how to tease a movie. Uh, we're going to be spoiled this month. Uh, rumor is that not only are we getting, I don't know if you're interested, but uh, Frozen 2 trailer, which is no doubt going to be, uh, I mean, Disney is going to absolutely rake it in. Disney has become uh, the very center of the entertainment world. Uh, they, they're, they're you know merging with Fox this year, and they're making a lot of smart choices. The MCU is absolutely amazing, uh, doing great stuff. You know, other than Captain Marvel, which I'm not crazy about. But we'll see. We'll see how that plays into... Uh, we'll see how that movie does. We'll see how it plays into uh, Endgame. Uh, and then this month, we might also um, be getting, aside from the a trailer for Frozen 2, uh, we might be getting some of the first footage for Star Wars 9, which I will be all over. Obviously, I'm going to cover the hell out of that. Uh, it is going to be... Um, it's going to be an event. It's going to be an amazing, amazing event. Uh, I I don't even know what to say. I'm I'm in awe. Do I ever sound like this? <laughs> do I ever sound uh, this happy? Um, look, when something is good, it's good, and I, I've got to uh, I've got to give uh, do props. This is really, really, really good superhero storytelling, and um, uh, um Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige knows what he's doing, uh, and Kevin Feige, uh, I absolutely trust, again, except for, okay, you know no, what, no. Brie Larson, that couldn't have been his decision, it couldn't have been his decision, somebody else made that decision, Brie Larson, um, alright, so go see this trailer right away, go find it, uh, go watch it, tell me what you think in the comments below, somebody are you as excited about this as I am, uh, are you, uh, what are you looking forward to? What characters do you think are going to uh, are going to be ha- like survived beyond these ones? Which ones do you think are going to show up? Uh, and who would you like to see uh, if they bring in new characters from the Marvel Universe who we haven't seen yet? Uh, who would you like to see? And is it too early <laughs> to start? Yeah, it is too early. I'm sitting here thinking, what about the X-Men? What can we get? No, we got to wait until we sign that deal
11: media and celebrities have been screaming and freaking out about the jesse mollett situation rightfully so if it's true saying oh my god this is horrible it was maggot country how could this happen this is your fault this and that you even have up and coming wannabe presidents saying that it's equivalent to lynching but the only problem is what actually happened or did it even happen at all now that the evidence is coming forward there isn't really a lot of evidence and the story's just not adding up First of all, in Chicago, there's been 30,000 cameras added, so of course there are cameras everywhere, but they can't find the footage of this incident. All they found is this picture of two men walking away from the incident, which in many reports has been 15 to 30 minutes before it actually happened, walking away from it. This is not evidence. Other reports are saying that he doesn't want to give up his phone to prove he was on the phone with his manager, and other reports are saying that it was over 40 minutes before he called the police to the rope around his neck. And here's the thing i don't want to just assume people are liars but this same group of people the celebrity multi-million dollar liberal elite class have lied so many times and i'm about to show you proof if you watch this video (laughs) but the big story here today is a viral picture that went all over instagram and shared millions of times posted by tip kevin hart many celebrities weighing in terrible disgusting heartbreaking thank you for using your platform to bring more awareness to this issue man this is not it I'm lost for words. He just wants to show his base just how hateful he is just before the midterm. He knows that this is what they feed off of. This is just sick. The only problem with that picture is it's from a 2014 Russell Simmons YouTube video. have been frighteningly obvious due to the fact that you could tell that the kids don't even really look spanish or latino how do people not even think to take five to ten seconds to check to see if it's real or not before they post it or comment on it This happens on both sides of the political spectrum, and it's straight-up embarrassing. With a simple Google search, the first website that pops up is Snopes, which is a notoriously left-leaning anti-Trump platform. And even they had the decency to tell you that it was false, not just saying it clouding the story, but with a link, video, and picture footage that it's from a 2014 Russell Simmons video. According to reports, people got caught paying mentally ill folks to start violence at Trump rallies to frame it to make it look like Trump supporters were violent. You barely heard about it because most liberal celebrities and media won't talk about it. They just move on to the next lie. They lied about Jasmine Barnes just a few weeks ago. They said it was a white person and then got awfully quiet about it when they found out it was actually two black people who killed this innocent young girl. A CNN Journalist of the Year award winner stepped down because he lied about dozens of stories, including ones about... Kaepernick with phone calls and interviews that didn't exist and Middle America interviews to make Trump supporters look bad He literally won a CNN Journalist of the Year award and he literally was fabricating his stories Completely mentally ill, delusional, very very sad life to live Another beautiful day and more fake and completely outdated pictures being shared to millions of people by celebrities This time it's JLo sharing this picture to her 76 million follower audience 76 million people Reading the news about the separation of children from their families, I can't help but think about my own children. I cannot fathom a world where they would be ripped from my arms, taken to a place no better than a prison far from home. I feel we will never forget this moment in time. Before I continue, it took me about 15 seconds to figure out that this picture was from a 2016 article showcasing women and children who had to flee Iraq due to terrorist groups taking over their cities during the Obama administration. Between that, Libya and Syria, which the mainstream media barely mentions, it is indeed one of the biggest humanitarian crises and refugee crises of modern history. But this 2016 picture of Iraqis has nothing to do with Latino and Latina families. First of all, President Trump passed an executive order yesterday to keep parents with their children when they illegally cross the border. That literally happened yesterday and she posts this fake picture from Iraq today with this outrage and outcry about how terrible it is. This 2014 picture of kids in cages is from the Barack Obama administration. Nobody cared. I cannot fathom a world where they would be ripped from my arms. Well, in that world, you would have to illegally cross a border with your children, which is incredibly, incredibly risky, considering there's reports of 80% of the women being raped when coming over from Central America. So if you take that risk and put your child in danger trying to cross into the United States, it's a lot different, J.Lo, than you just having your child ripped from you. How hard is that to understand? A-Rod said, heart, heart, heart. Global Grind said, hands up pray emoji. Is the celebrity elite class really that out of touch? Because most other people on this picture post weren't buying it. They lied about the first round of kids in cages picture. When the first kids in cages, kids the cages, oh my god, Trump's putting kids in cages. The very first picture that surfaced and surrounded the web was actually from the Obama administration long before Trump had got there, but they never admitted that, they just went on to new pictures and new lies, and that's how they usually work. Let me show you this video about how they use pictures as propaganda, including one that helped fuel the Syrian war that led to the refugee crisis that is crushing Europe, parts of America, and definitely not helping the Middle East or Africa either. And then the news has the audacity to say, Oh, it's climate change that's gonna lead to more war. No, it's the fact that you use propaganda pictures, you lie to people, you go and murder the leaders of certain countries, and then you allow for a power vacuum where slave trade and organ harvesting now exists because the strongest group on the ground is actually the terrorists. It's not the climate or the weather or the volcanoes or the ocean or even the pollution that's causing wars. It's the media lies that celebrities eat up and nonstop post. Let's make this quick. Remember this picture of a boy from Syria? It was blasted all over mass media to push a certain war agenda, an agenda of war in Syria. Turns out, the father of this boy said it was used as propaganda to push the opposite agenda that he and his family had. They were pro-Syrian government and the US and world media used it as an anti-Syrian government propaganda picture. Isn't that pretty insane? On to the next picture, on to the next story. Nobody follows up, nobody cares about the truth. Just this last week there was another chemical attack in Syria, but the news barely wants to talk about it because it was actually the rebels whom the US government was funding before Trump. It's not about saving women and children, it's about using pictures to push a certain political agenda. Unfortunately, That's the truth. Remember this picture from this year? It was used to push an aggressive political agenda for parents being separated from children at the border. Only one problem, this mother and this child were never separated at the border. Reportedly, actually, she was basically kidnapped from the father. The mother snatched the child without telling anyone in the family, left a husband and other kids with a well-paying job, paid a smuggler at the border, and never got separated. This didn't stop a Facebook fundraiser from raising $20 million in the name of parent separation, using that faulty pick. This didn't stop Time Magazine from publishing this on the cover with a Photoshop picture blaming it on President Trump when the whole propaganda wasn't even true. Not to mention that the border is a multi-layered problem and there's actual reasons that they separate parents from children. There's a huge child trafficking problem at the border. Reports of people stealing and using other people's kids so they have a kid when they cross the border. Huffington Post's liberal news outlet reports that up to 80% of young women and girls crossing the border illegally get raped. But for some reason, the news and celebrities don't seem to care about that. They just want to use this picture for fake propaganda. But a lot of people don't seem to care. They'd rather act on Instagram like they're a good person rather than actually be a good person. This pic was totally manipulated and lied about. Let's go to this recent picture. There's multiple things very suspicious with this picture. The first one is if you zoom into the background, you could see that there's three people holding onto each other, posing for a photographer. If you notice all the people in the background, they're not moving. These people are not running. And if you look in the left corner, it looks like someone's abusing their child. But child abuse, rape, human trafficking, A political agenda that has forced a humanitarian crisis in Tijuana, Mexico? From the side of the political debate that claims, I love Mexicans more than you do. If you love Mexicans so much, why are you telling 20,000 plus people to go in Tijuana causing a humanitarian crisis in a country that's had the highest murder rate than they ever have in their recorded history? They lied about the Honduras girl. They raised 20 million dollars off this lie and photoshopped a propaganda time cover magazine off this lie. She was never separated from her mother. But she was actually separated from her father because her father, who had other kids with the wife, said that he was never contacted before this woman went towards the border, paid a coyote, a smuggler and did all this stuff that the media will never tell you. So the real parent separation was this woman snatching her kid away from the father with a good paying job and other kids that she left behind. Most celebrities didn't retract, they didn't apologize for, and they didn't tell their audience that they lied about it. They either deleted it, didn't delete it, or moved on to the next lie. The lies are stacking up so high, I don't even know where to start. This isn't even the half of it, I'll make more videos soon. There have been dozens upon dozens upon hundreds of lies that the media And the celebrities have pushed, 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 and they won't stop. They act like the victims, but what they really are is a multi-millionaire elite class of people who are control freaks, who don't want you to have any personal freedom or individual liberties, who constantly crush, 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 silence, and lie about the working class people. That's what they really do. And hopefully this video at least makes you consider that. Since I'm banned on Facebook now, thank you to everybody supporting and sharing my videos. I'll be back soon. See double like I invested my I Oh my gosh.
0: Here we go. We're gonna go into reflections on what the heck happened yesterday again with rfg i will do my best to uh edit him but let's hear what his take on it was 13th three okay uh,
8: very i didn't watch it but it was very very boring very boring super bowl i didn't want to do that i don't me. know
0: i'm taking your word okay? for it
8: and uh when i looked at certain stats um, you know, it all lined up to what I, you know, predicted a few weeks ago, okay? When I said that the Patriots were going to win and uh, Tom Brady was going to get his sixth ring to tie Michael Jordan on February 3rd, 2-3, Michael Jordan, war number 23. You see, um, Brady's being declared the GOAT over the RAM. You see, over the RAM because the RAM represents Osiris. The
0: whole review I was talking about. Dating and talking about You Did that, you sneaky cheeky, how dare you!
10: Hey, wanna follow me on Twitter? Okay, cool. I'm at Ethan Van Skyver Talk to you there. Maybe they're not
6: already following you on Twitter as well. I, I
0: don't know. What's going on? What else is going on? Oh, gamer. Gamer Awards. Let's hit that. Let's hit the gamer awards
3: well i watched the game awards last night and follow me on twitter i have a 12-hour ban based on some of my responses to it but overall i will say the show was significantly less cringy than i had expected now there was a fair amount of cringe but you know weird anti-vaping commercials while they don't fit i can see what they're trying to do And people probably paid money for that, so I'm not going to uh, hold it against Keeley to have some advertiser in there who's trying to get people out of vaping. I think uh, Ethan probably did a better job with his H3H3 video maybe a couple years ago, but that's neither here nor there. There were plenty of woke t-shirts and uh, woke-looking people in the crowd, but overall, Keeley did a lot of good, I think. Uh, There's a lot to be excited about. From uh, Crash Team Racing to the Outer Worlds trailer, that looked amazing. Far Cry 5 looks pretty good. The Last Campfire looked good. Uh, There's a lot of news around Poober going uh, free-to-play. The Mortal Kombat trailer had me very excited until all of a sudden there was this weird soundtrack that totally killed it. I hope that's not in the game um, you know, there's other stuff, Rage 2, um, they, they, a lot of people were excited about Joker from Persona being in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which dropped last night, and I know the servers had a lot of issues, but there's a few things worth talking about. Now, uh, I'm not one to get overly hyped by trailers. I realized long ago that you're seeing the absolute best of a particular game, and It's better to weather your expectations, to um, just stay cool, friends, stay cool. Don't pre-order anything because we can see in the case of EA, which I'm going to follow up with in my 4 o'clock video today, when you pre-order stuff and then they don't get the sales they want and the game ends up on sale a week later, you could probably save a lot of money. Uh, Adding maps and sure, the winners and the losers of the Game Awards were really no surprise to me. Got award-winning Game of the Year is probably a fine selection. It wouldn't have been the one I would have chosen, but that doesn't mean it is an amazing game. Um, it was good to see uh, it spread around, of course, Red Dead Redemption 2 won just about every award they could. Although I thought the uh, soundtrack, a lot of people misunderstood when I said that I didn't think it should have won the best soundtrack. That doesn't mean that it isn't excellent, which I think it is. But it's by far the uh, not the best thing about that game, and uh, there are a lot of other soundtracks out there that I think were a little bit more moving. But again, it was an exciting night, and... Uh, I, I think I have more fun watching it and interacting with all of you on Twitter than I thought I would, so I appreciate that. And then uh, somebody won Gamer of the Year or uh, eGamer of the Year, whatever the case may be, Best Esports Player. And I had never heard of this person before um, Sonic Fox. Um, apparently, he's a furry. Who cares? I don't care. Um, Get on with your bad self. As long as it's not illegal, I legitimately couldn't care less. That's my official stance on furries or uh, anybody's weird kinks or anything like that. You do you. I don't care. I'm just here to play video games. But after uh, he had accepted his speech, he said this. well i'm happy for the dude and maybe he's just i don't know how old he is 12 going on 8 i'm not entirely sure but you are not as woke as you think you are bud Uh, in fact you are everything you claim to be against uh the fact that you would generalize all republicans as having a problem with furries which is absurd uh you would generalize all Republicans as having a problem with. As well,
2: as there's no
0: sex involved, who cares?
3: Just when you thought things couldn't get any worse for Bethesda, there's a class action lawsuit bubbling up in regards to deceptive marketing practices with Fallout 76. Let's take a look. So if you browse around a little bit, there's already a couple articles, and I want to start with the kind of the overarching articles here. Here we go. Possible Fallout 76 lawsuit level, levied, leveled at Bethesda for alleged deceptive practices. And we're going to look at the lawsuit that's actually looking to uh, take advantage of this opportunity and whether or not it has merit. Fallout 76 lawsuit could be leveled at Bethesda Game Studios for alleged deceptive trade practices. Private law firm Michelagio Michelaccio and Rothad, LLP are currently investigating the studio over problems consumers are facing with recently released multiplayer Fallout game. The law firm posted Bethesda Game Studios' deceptive trade practice investigation earlier today. The post reads... Uh, We are currently investigating Bethesda Game Studios for releasing a heavily glitched game, Fallout 76, and refusing to issue refunds for PC purchasers of the game who found it to be unplayable because of its technical problems. While minor bugs and glitches are expected with the release of most new games, Fallout 76 launched with a 56 gigabyte patch that has proven to be but a starting point for the game's problems. Gamers who have tried to receive a refund because of the game's myriad of glitches have been unable to do so since they downloaded the game leaving them to deal with an unplayable experience until patches bring it back to a playable state the post continues with a contact information and a call for anybody that has attempted to receive a refund for their fallout 76 purchase now an update to the reddit post of the firm said we are thrilled with the response to the investigation but our site appears to have crashed potentially related to the traffic generated the aforementioned reddit post in the p r uh, RPC gaming subreddit gained over 7,000 upvotes and a thousand comments during or since being posted at 1 p.m eastern one of the top comments said that bethesda refused the refund because the user had downloaded the game we talked about this yesterday like the refund policy says you have 30 days to get a refund but not if you download the game. So essentially, if you purchase it and forgot to install it, then, and only then, are you eligible for a refund as a PC user. A potential class action lawsuit against Fallout 76 could be a blow to the developer's reputation. The state of Fallout 76 at launch has garnered it the worst Metacritic score in, fran- in franchise history and is now one of the worst reviews Bethesda reviewed Bethesda Softworks titles. Fallout 76 has faced an array of big issues and small. It can't be real, I said. This this can't possibly be real. This has to be a Photoshop. There is no way EA and DICE would be this dumb. But it was real and they are this dumb. What,
0: what is
3: it? Let's see how we got here. What were they thinking? What were they thinking? What were they thinking? Where was the first giant misstep that we all remember? Well, back in June this summer, Ugh. Chief Creative Officer Patrick Soder- Soderland, whom, by the way, should not we should not forget that he took his $20 million bonus, quit and started his own company in the middle of the Battlefield launch. But in an interview with Gamasutra, EA Chief Creative Officer Patrick Soderland. Said in the develop that the developers uninterested in taking flack for diversifying the game face, space. We stand up for the cause because I think these people who don't understand it. Well, you have two choices: either accept it or don't buy the game. I'm fine with either. According to Soderlund, the dev team also. There's people out What's going on?
0: Actually worried about games. 5G is about to take over your body, and where did that get? Okay, so if anybody's been wondering, what are these nanobots that are in the air, and what are they doing, and who's got the math on it, I think I finally found a video I've been looking for. But, you know, I had no idea where to even look for this. And I just thank the Most High for bringing this to my attention. This is from Nikki Reborn Legacy, Lindsey King. Targeted individuals, how they track you using nanotech. Fully explained. Here we go.
8: Crow Electromechanical Sensors.
2: There are people. This is really ridiculous, but it's really true.
11: Just
6: when
8: they're conducted in the specialized type missions.
0: Did he say certain forces?
8: Even without definitive proof, cloud seeding continues to be practiced in over 34 countries worldwide. But silver iodide and dry ice nuclei are stone age technologies compared to today's higher tech particle payloads. The most amazing of these belong to a family of weather mod devices that are so small you might not see one even if it was floating in your eye. Ranging from the ultra-tiny to the nearly invisible, these are the revolutionary micro-machines that will be the workhorses of any world weather control system. They're MEMS, micro-electromechanical sensors.
11: There are approximately 2,000 weather balloons launched globally
8: worldwide every day. Those balloons play a huge role in helping us predict and potentially control our weather. Oh,
0: see how they use it for tracking innocent civilians.
8: But what if we could launch 10,000 weather balloons a day, or 10 million? That's exactly the theory behind GEMS. GEMS are global environmental MEMS sensors, a concept
11: that we have come up with that deals with a massive wireless network of airborne probes.
8: The idea is to release 10,000 or more of these dust-sized probes every day from airplanes, stratospheric platforms, or satellites. Like weather balloons, the probes would monitor weather information over every kilometer of the Earth's surface at a resolution that is today unheard of.
11: We envisioned that the GEMS probe itself would have a bio-inspired design, something like a maple seed or a dandelion seed that actually incorporates the constructs of nature to achieve aerodynamics and buoyancy.
8: With an ongoing stream of millions of measurements, the accuracy of our picture of the atmosphere could improve 1,000 times over. There's every reason to be optimistic that simply having more measurements of the atmosphere will lead to improved forecasts. Mm. Actually modify the weather. But if
0: so they're using it for information weather modification. They
8: can send to other computers. So it's it
6: got to you. have come then from the environment. Now we, we know of one case for sure where the, the chemtrail fibers were found and you could maybe put it together. But it's two cases. It. I knew. Cases. And also Lily. And yeah. Lily, okay. But, but there are chemtrails everywhere all the time. Correct, and they could have other chemicals in it. But one key that what, we're, what I'm calling the smart dust, where, where smart dust is a very, very small particle at nano size that has a specific function. This looks like if you look at certain times of the day and you see dust, but it's not dust, it's like an iridescent glitter, very specifically different than regular household dust. Yeah and this would be in areas we, we, where, where we
8: have seen that you know a doctor what what the, we i got one of those 10 million uh watt uh, spotlights you go out at night and point it up to the sky and you can't believe what's floating in the air i mean it's it's really disgusting hmm.
0: And my internet just stopped on that it, it my internet was disgusting that's all it wanted to hear couldn't hear anymore it was completely disgusted. Let's see if it'll come back on. I don't know, it might not. I uh, have uh, people counting their shoes. You better worry about what's in your air instead of what's on your feet. I don't know. No, it still didn't come back on. Regular
6: household dust. Yeah. And this would be in areas we, we, where...
8: where we, we have seen that. You know, a doctor, what, what the... We, i got one of those 10 million uh, watt the spotlights. You go out This and
0: guy's really funny because I could see him coming over to help you at your house and be like, what's in your dust buster? That doesn't look like dust. It, is that dirt? What the heck is that?
8: Stuff into human beings? Well, I don't know if it was a plan or
6: anything, but I will say that all of us have been exposed. All animals, all life forms on this planet. Uh, it's just a matter of what our genetic makeup is, what we have been chemically poisoned with uh, as an industry, meaning working in industry versus uh, living in certain polluted areas that is allowing this to manifest more rapidly in individuals than ourselves.
2: How to lessen your attacks. Get rid of your cell phone. You see that stupid little thing that buzzes off with- How do we do our work
0: without it?
2: And all those things when you're in between things, throw it away. You don't need it. It's being used more against you than you can use it for you. I
6: don't go I'm going
0: to go to the next video because- this video is playing games with me. This video is like, you can't edit this video. You can only see certain parts of this video where I take a five minute breathe, second to breathe heavy and make you feel stressed the hell out. Hi, I am I'm putting on another video. On the,
6: every town you go to, every
0: city you move to, it doesn't matter. I you say have- the first thing is snatch your balls back. You don't have to watch this crap and you don't have to be in fear. Talk to the Most High about it. And that's about it. Kyla Powers Radio. Let's do
1: something. (laughs) You know, everything was leading up to that. Everything was leading up to that. I'm going to jump here real quick before I sign off and just say, you know, with Halliburton now meant to gain so much from this Venezuelan coup, we just had the announcement that it was the ambassador to Iraq from from Venezuela, who's now calling the first diplomat, Venezuelan diplomat, to call for the going ahead with the coup, along with now the Air Force. uh, We have Air Force um, commanders coming out and saying this as well. But I think it's very interesting that it was the Iraqi ambassador, considering that Iraq, okay, was where Halliburton made all of their massive, massive, massive billions with the two Iraq wars. So I'm gonna leave it there, folks. You are free. Sorry to ramble so hard at you this time, I know. It's just like bing ba bing. I'll see you tomorrow. Bing, to ping. Do everything you can to stay well. Be well. Be great.
0: free, cherish somebody, whoever's in your home, in your house tonight, appreciate them. This is where we give thanks. No matter who we got, what we got, we give thanks. Let's let everybody know that we love and we care about them. Because you know what, we have one life to live and every second is precious every second is precious and nothing is promised and human life is precious this whole planet let's lift it up Kyla Powers Radio you are the music keeps this planet moving it's what we do is everything Ice cream gave you the runs? I don't know, it might have been something Terry did. Previously, right? Because that's why I thought, maybe. Well, no. oh, maybe she gave him some food this morning.
2: Oh, no, she called two times. I ignore both. I don't need her to call me and tell me she's running late. If you're running late, just get your ass up and come. This morning she might have had another problem, but I thought she was going to say she's running late. I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah. I never answered it. Yeah, because she took the cat was. food.
0: Yes, she did, Daddy. We Mm -hmm. only opened one can. I just opened the box. Underestimate how smart that cat is. You think the cat got in the box and oh said, "Oh, let me get another can of cat food." Yeah,
2: he opened up that rice, didn't he?
0: Well, that's plastic, and he can stick his claws in. Oh man, I'm gonna have to run. I'm not. I'm telling you, this woman got our cat food. Shoot, is he gonna stop? All right, let me run my butt out. Let me run. Let me run. Wait, I'm gonna make sure he stops. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. While well, I'm trying to do that, you keep on telling me this. And he that. just
0: pulls in and he's yeah, about so to pull. Oh, white do, people. You got time? To okay, get out get okay, on. okay. Love you, daddy See you next time. Thank you. Stop. I'm coming back tonight. I think. Hold it. Hold it. Hey, one second.
1: <laughs> oh. I made it.
10: Uh, but that would have been that would have been amazing. Um, all right, yeah, let me know in the comments below. Please like this video and, uh, and tell me what you think. Are you as excited about this as me? This is I, I'm, they're doing superhero movies right, uh, and I, I just have to tip my hat. Great job. Great, great.: I wonder where he's from. I don't know what that accent is. Where are you from? Great job. Hey, want to follow me on Twitter? Okay, cool. I'm Ethan at Van Ethan Van, Van Skyver. Talk to you there. Cool,
9: Ethan. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to.
0: Consistent entertainment on that channel. Check it out. I never really listened to Odin's movie blog, but he's talking about Kevin Smith who came back from the dead and is okay. So, wonder what he's doing. He's crying for some reason
1: oh oh oh
9: because they got uh nominations for golden globes it's about time comic book movies got some notoriety for the golden Globes. here
7: we go odin's movie vlog i am the critic who's a cynic hope
9: you're doing well and oh my goodness we still don't have the avengers 4 trailer Because that's what we all mostly care about. You know, Captain Marvel can keep doing whatever it is that they think that they're doing with that character. I mean, God only knows at this point. But Avengers Four—that's one that pretty much every person universally is excited for uh and apparently it's coming out friday so for those who are still waiting for it uh friday seems to be the new date for it now of course marvel wants this to happen marvel wants this kind of anxiety to be there because guess what it, one shows them that people are excited for this movie and two it means that when it finally does get revealed that in the end it's going to be a good pair for them because a lot of people are going to watch yeah. it. it means a lot of people are going to hear about it because it's getting into the news cycle and that's always a good thing also of course there is a slight danger to that because if you overhype something so much By delaying it, delaying it, delaying it, when it finally does come out, if it doesn't meet expectations, then it possibly could be a film's downfall. However, we have not really had any trailers, at least when it's an Avengers trailer. I don't think we've had a bad Avengers trailer yet, going back to the first Avengers film, even as bad as, like, personally, I think, as bad as the second Avengers was Age of Ultron uh, the trailer for it was actually pretty exciting because obviously you know Vol- <laughs> Voltron what was I going like that movie <laughs> I, Ultron I, was Ultron a really cool villain me. and Ultron. they got very good uh, voice acting for that character and I think that it was you know so it. much could have happened from that trailer again that's just going based off the trailer so this one I think is going to be great I think this one's going to get everybody so hyped for it and I think that they probably need that at this point especially since Captain has gotten people kind of like I don't know but anyway that's where that is but the big news today is that everyone Everyone's been talking about is Kevin Smith wept. On the set of Star Wars Episode Nine, so apparently he was able to see oh, two yeah. scenes from the new movie and he cried. So this <laughs> is something that he's known for. I mean, obviously he, he's cried several times before, so this doesn't really mean much to me. I, I like Kevin Smith. I actually met him when I was 19, uh, so I was living in New York when I was 19, and on my birthday, he we were walking, me and my friends were walking down the street, we passed him by, we're like, hey, I'm he, pretty sure that's Kevin Smith, yeah, let's go talk to him. And then you know, was he
0: wearing that same jersey that he always has on? I'm just curious.
9: Oh, well, it was my birthday. He said, "Oh man, cool!" And so I took a picture with him. He was like, "Dude, you gotta get late or something." And I was like, "Okay, Kevin Smith, whatever you say." Um, so it was kind of just a weird experience for me. So I do like him. I mean, I think I think that he's a funny guy. I love his movies. I think that you know he's very talented. But the fact that he's crying. And the fact that people, you know, like Cinema Blend and all these other show sites are trying to say, oh, it means that Star Wars 9 must be good. No, he, he also cried from The Force Awakens when he was allowed to see that. I'm sure if he had been able to see and was allowed to see some you scenes want, from The Last Jedi, then he would have cried as well because, again, it seems That's to be sure. kind of his MO, and that doesn't really prove anything. So if this is them trying to the cinema, you know, Cinema Blend, if you're trying just to use this as a, oh, look, well, he cried, so obviously it's a man crying, and that means something, and so therefore it must be good, Not nah, really. I, I'm, I'm not. Not really buying it. And it's so funny that now all of a sudden all the rumor sites are trying to put out pretty much every single thing you could possibly imagine to try and get people interested in Star Wars again. Uh, they've talked about Knights of Ren. Knights of Ren apparently have, has been confirmed that it's going to be addressed. If they don't address it at this point, then why the hell did it bring it up in the first place? God only knows. You know, oh, Ryan Johnson, why did you just let that just fall away? <laughs> Let's go to Canobite though. That's what people really want to know. People want to know about Canobite. People want to know about the Casino Planet. People want to know about Rose Tico and, and, and her assault of Finn. That's what People want to know now, but you know, Knights nice of Ren. I'm past that. I'm too. I'm too prestigious for that uh, vitriol. Like that's what I feel like. He, he was like, I am too, I'm too. I'm too, too, too much of a good director. I don't know why I'm turning into Willow. It's, it's, it's an insult to Willow. <laughs> but I just like the, the voice that comes into my head whenever I think about Ryan Johnson. But still, it's all coming back to say this very thing. Episode nine does not nearly have as much hype as it should for a Star Wars film. And the main reason behind that is the very fact that there is a large group of fans. I'm not gonna say a majority. I'm not gonna say a minority. I'm not gonna say a vocal minority. Again, as people try and say all the time, I'm gonna say that there is a large group of fans because no one can deny that it's not a large group of fans. If you want evidence of that, oh, you don't have no evidence, I'm sorry, go to Solo. Oh, there was a lot of reasons why Solo did bad. No, 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 It's a Star Wars film about Han Solo. If they had gotten the right actor, if they had you know, done things right, it would have made bank. the problem was that it came out six months after the last jedi which broke the star wars fandom and again i can look to those numbers and say oh you don't lose 200 million dollars in a star wars film unless there's something wrong even the film itself, most people say, Oh, it was okay. I gave it a C personally. I thought it was a C movie. It was one of those days where I was like, I don't care about it. it. It's not total trash, but at the same time, I'm not like excited to go see it again. But again, the best part of it was getting to see L337 get exploded, which was awesome, it was great. I wish I could see that film, you know, that moment over and over and over again. I'm not gonna buy the Blu-ray to get it, but at the end of the day, it, it's it wasn't a terrible film. So with all of that being in mind, when you look to the critic and audience scores, which were not god awful, especially compared to those of The Last Jedi kind of makes you in that position where you're like, well, obviously there's something wrong with The Last Jedi. Obviously there's something wrong that happened beforehand because you don't lose that kind of money as a Star Wars film. But the first time in history, especially when you look back to the prequels, people say, oh, you bad marketing, everything like that. And it wasn't a good, you know, it wasn't as great of a movie and it had faults. It's like, I'm sorry, if you were going to try and tell me that post Phantom Menace, let alone post Clone Wars, which to me are still very weak films. Again, I still like the prequels as far as comedy is concerned, and it is a coherent story, so it has at least that over The Last Jedi. But at the end of the day, too, you need to understand that the prequels, even for me are enjoyable for the memes, are enjoyable because it's kind of like a comic relief. Yes, there's some good things and good characters, good character arcs, that is made so much better by the Clone Wars TV series, which is actually good. In fact, I think the Clone Wars TV series is, as a series, is significantly better than the entire prequel trilogy, but that's just me. I know that there are still some prequel lovers out there, and I have mad respect for you because I honestly can see why you might like certain things about it, I personally don't. But with all that being said, is to try and point to the fact that even during that time, it was not enough to lead a Star Wars film to lose money. Even at the first one, I mean, even when you look to the fact that there was a huge money drop off between the first and second film, it still didn't lose money. And we're in the point now where episode nine is very likely not going to reach a billion dollars. And people say, why do you keep saying that? Why do you keep talking about a billion dollars? What does that matter? Well, in order for this film to really turn a profit, it needs to make about a billion dollars. Because this film is going to cost production wise, probably close to 350, maybe even 400 million dollars. And that's before marketing costs, which means you're looking at around 600 million dollars just to make this film. And keep in mind that they only get 60% of the box office take. And so, when you do the math on that, they can need to make 600 million. If they make a billion and they only get 60% of that, guess what that leads out to? $600 million, which means that if they don't break a billion dollars, they're not breaking even. And obviously we still don't know the final production cost. We still don't know exactly what they're you know, spend on marketing. Again, always rule of thumb is 50%. Half of what you spend production-wise in a movie is what you should put into marketing. But even then, you're looking at a film that needs to make that kind of money just to break even. So the more I even think about it is that this film is more likely to lose money than anything else. And again, if the production budget isn't nearly as much as it could have been because they are trying to save some money because they're worried, I don't know. Remains to be seen. But, when talking about The Last Jedi, it would be remiss without bringing this up again. So, Ryan Johnson, obviously this is something that I've talked about before, um, and it's just it's just fantastic. This is back from November 5th, this is over a month ago now, when Ryan Johnson said, Hot take! Luke is in fact 100% consistent with this character. Not the way he's described in marketing blurbs, but his actual, based on his words and actions character from the original trilogy. I'll be at the bar if you need me now that's not what I'm reacting react- to I already put a reaction out to that what I'm reacting to is the fact that this is from slashfilm.com and I used to really be a big fan of slashfilm.com because they do have some good people over there they they put a lot of really good stuff out but also too they've got a lot of crazy uh, political types over there as well I used to try and listen to their podcast and I used to really like it and then all of a sudden they got very political I was like uh, I don't like this this is not good in fact they did one episode where they dedicated it to talking about the 2016 election yes that's right a movie podcast Slash film podcast, which is supposed to be about movies, spent it talking about politics. So that's kind of when I just shut off from them altogether. But every now and then I go back because I do break stories, and I do like to see those breaking news stories about movies, and it says none of us deserve Ryan Johnson. And almost a year later, he's still fighting for the last Jedi. This time he was defending Luke Skywalker's highly debated arc as he responds to fan criticism on Twitter. We totally agree with Johnson here and think let Luke's arc not only made sense, but was brave vital and completely appropriate for the famed farm boy if this is not total shilling to to ryan johnson i don't know what else shilling could possibly be this is just ridiculous like seriously slash film get your head out of your butt and come back to the real world and talk about film instead of trying to shill to ryan johnson and sue the political powers that be yes it might make you look good to them but guess what you're not being honest and that's just ridiculous and in final news today Oh, we have this story. Um, Black Panther earns Marvel Studios' first Golden Globe nomination. Now, quick fact about Golden Globes. They don't matter, (laughs) it's literally uh, the Hollywood Foreign Press, which is just a bunch of, you know, stuck-up uppity people who are trying to get all the rich and famous people from Hollywood to come to their event. That's pretty much what it is, they want to be able to schmooze and hang out with big Hollywood stars. And because of that, it's gotten this reputation, as it should, for not really being that serious. The very fact that there was a movie, not long ago, called The Tourist with Johnny Depp. You've never seen it, don't watch it. It's a waste of your time. It is probably the most bland piece of garbage you've ever seen, and yet it somehow got nominated for best comedy or musical because it was supposed to be a comedy, even though it wasn't really that funny really wasn't a comedy. But they got nominated nonetheless. You want to know why? Because they wanted to hang out with Johnny Depp. So that's what we're dealing with here when we talk about the Golden Globes, which is why you shouldn't take anything that they do seriously. And yet, we're going to freak out because, Oh my gosh, Washington Post! Black Panther earns Marvel Studios' first Golden Globe! First off, we're going to talk about the history of Marvel films here. Black Panther being the first to win, or being rather, get nominated for a Golden Globe, is actually kind of sad. Because I'm sorry, like, you know, spoiler alert, Black Panther is not... The Second Coming of Christ, people. It was an okay film. It was a B-level Marvel film. It cannot hold the shoe of the Avengers Infinity War film. I'm, Oh my God, no. Trigger alert. Trigger warning, guys. I'm sorry if I just sent you off on the rails. If you like Black Panther, okay. I respect you for your opinion. But objectively speaking, you cannot tell me that it is the better one. You cannot tell me. Just look at the, 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 the fact that... You have one film in Infinity War that made over $2 billion. Black Panther did well, made $1.3 billion, but that's $700 million more than Infinity War made. So, bigger box office success? That goes to Infinity War. Also, on top of that, it made a crap ton of money both domestically and abroad. Black Panther did very well locally, not as much abroad. So again, Avengers Infinity War kind of ticks off all the boxes there. Then you look to actual reactions to it. You cannot tell me that the audience rating for Infinity War is lower than Black Panther, because guess what, it's not. People love Infinity War. Thanos is one of the greatest villains ever to bring onto the silver screen. Now, I'm not gonna say that Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger isn't awesome too, because guess what? He is, he's a great villain, but he's not Thanos. So what we have here is once again, identity politics taking over Hollywood. You cannot tell me that Black Panther's getting nominated because it's the best film to ever come out of Marvel. It's because of one glaringly obvious reason. And you already know what that is. But anyway, guys, we all thoughts about this? Well, let me know. Do you think that Black Panther 1 deserves to be in for Golden Globe? Or 2, do you even care? I mean... I care only because people are gonna try and spin this because this actually does mean, because obviously when we talk about Golden Globes, they do not print the Oscars because as I just explained before, they're kind of a joke, but it still is kind of jarring that we very well could be on the way to getting the first Marvel film to receive an Oscar nomination in a category that's not visual effects. That's that, you know, that might even be score. Somehow this got nominated for score. I mean, I don't really I don't remember the score from this movie. So it tells you a lot about again, why it's getting nominated in this way, but even best picture you know, possibly uh, some other category. And to me, I just don't understand why that should happen. It's not the best Marvel film, let alone the best film to come out this year. And I think it's just disingenuous of them to try and act like, oh my goodness, this Hollywood...